when I was in standard one or two, I think that's grade three or four, I had a teacher called Memboya. She was a tall, beautiful woman with a caramel complexion and big, always sparkling eyes. To top it all, she was one of the kindest teachers ever. So every time after lunch, she would move us from our desks and have us sit on the floor in front of the blackboard. She would then paste a chart on the blackboard. Um, these charts would be made up of maybe a business activity or a concept or stuff like that. On this particular day, she had a chart of harbor activities. You could see the ocean, cargo, people on the shore and ships. And then she started asking us to identify the elements on the chart by pointing at, th at them one by one. She basically wanted us to identify or to tell her what these elements were called in English. We did this until we got to the picture of a ship. So when we got here, the entire class went quiet. No one raised his or her hand to give an answer. Hello and welcome to the Leadership Notebook Podcast, where we are building a culture of self-leadership within communities. My name is Emilia Musima, and I am so grateful that you're listening to my voice right now. This is episode five of season one of the Leadership Notebook Podcast, and I will be doing two things. I will do a behavioral comparison between someone who has confidence and someone who lacks confidence. I will also share a couple of things you can do to improve your confidence. Don't forget your inputs, comments, and reviews about this episode. I welcome at Leadership Notebook 2020 at gmail.com. Before we continue, I just want to um, put out a disclaimer. I'm not a psychologist and I didn't study psychology. Uh, so whatever I'm going to share in terms of the comparison between someone who has confidence and someone who lacks confidence is merely based on my experiences, what I've been exposed to, and basically my observations. So it's not based on scientific studies. So you have the right to accept or reject what I'm about to say. One. I have learned that people with confidence attract opportunities while people who lack confidence wait for opportunities but still doubt when opportunities are presented to them. Two, people with confidence ask when they don't know or understand, but people who lack confidence only do what they know and understand. Three, people with confidence don't disregard their little knowledge, while people with confidence always feel inadequate even when they have all no more. Four, people with confidence are open to criticism, while people who lack confidence can be paralyzed by criticism. Not always, but more often than not, they can be paralyzed by criticism. Five, People with confidence are not necessarily talented. They are merely proactive. But people who lack confidence can be the most talented, but lack courage to do 
six, people with confidence share their ideas and therefore are regarded resourceful, while people with confidence, unfortunately, who lack confidence, unfortunately, can withhold the most creative solutions because of fear of humiliation. Seven, people with confidence are not intimidated by skills or abilities of others. While on the other hand, people with confidence, who lack confidence can feel like they don't have skills or abilities or they are just not enough. Their skills and abilities are just not adequate. Eight, people with confidence use the little they have and therefore are trusted with more. While people who lack confidence more often than not have more but are trusted with little. Nine, people with confidence grow and learn fast. So they always look like they have more to offer, even when they don't. But people who lack confidence slow down their learning progress because they are not doing anything they do not know or they're not doing anything beyond what they know. So I'm just going to stop it there. Um, you're more than welcome to send me an email to add to this if you wish. You can even do a voice note. It's up to you. But I just want to say that there's a chance that um, you can identify maybe with just two of the points or three. Um, it's okay, you know, even if you identify with all of them. <laughs> Life is a progress. No one is perfect. We are leaning. So I would suggest that if you feel like you can identify with a couple of those um, that I have mentioned, um, there's a couple of things that you can do to actually work on your confidence. The first thing is what you have already done. Identify why you are doubting yourself and work on it. We can, adapt, we can doubt ourselves for many reasons. It could be that you feel that you're not educated enough. You could be feeling that maybe you don't have a good command of the business language or you do not have enough skills. You know, you could be doubting yourself because you feel that people don't like you, don't accept you. I mean, you feel a lot of negative things. You need to identify this and start to work on it, you know. Commit yourself to leaning in these areas of your shortcoming. Focus on your growth. And um, and for other issues that are sort of like personality issues that are more internal than external, like I would consider a skill to be an external thing that you can solve by practicing something, you know. I would consider education as an external thing that you can solve by just getting more educational education if you wish. But... Issues that are internal that um, relates to how you feel about the way people treat you or, you know, what you think about people's opinions about you, stuff like that. They will need you to deal with yourself internally. So you might need to find some affirmations in relations to your issues, write them down and speak them over and over and over. The second thing that I think you can do to work on your confidence, relates to what Zosibini Tunzi said, the Miss Universe and current Miss South Africa, when she said, take up space. Um, I will talk about this further in episode six, which is coming up this Thursday. But through this, I just want to say, use 
what you have to get what you don't have. Don't wait for a time when you have everything. There's no one who is empty and has nothing to offer the world. Use what you have. You have something. Like wherever you are, you do have something that you can use. You do have something that you can use. If you are given a space, use it. If you are not given a spade, a space rather, create space for yourself. There is space for you in this world. So use what you have. Start there and work on it time and time and time and time and time and again. And the more you do this and the more you, you become confident in one area, the more you'll have confidence to start in another area and then continue to build up confidence there. And the more, you, like, it grows, you know. So start with what you have and work on yourself. Three, look for encouragement in your past. Okay. This may sound a bit weird, because most of times when we think of our past, we only look at negative things. We have never mastered the art of using our past to encourage ourselves. I would urge you that after you identify the root cause of your low self-esteem, go down the memory lane to pick events in your life that prove that you are capable the reality is self-doubt is a real thing. I mean, I find myself doubting even in things that I know that I'm experienced in or I am talented in or I have done them before and I have had positive feedback. And But still, I will find that I'm still doubting myself. So I still have to go back and sort of like remind myself that, Emilia, if you have done this before and you have produced good work in this area before, you can do it again. So I constantly have to remind myself and encourage myself, you know, using my past experiences. So find something, even if it's not related to what you have to do now, just use it. Like just because the, the truth is there's a lot of treasure hidden in our childhood as much as there could be bad experiences there, but there could be treasures that we can extract that can help us in achieving the future that we want. So look for clues in your childhood that can help you build the confidence that you want. You look for things that you used to do when you were playing with other kids. You know, did you, were you always, you know, the one who was leading, you know, whatever game you were playing, you know, what is it that you used to do? Find those cues you know and try to build on them and just to close this up um i want to finish the story that i started with just to show you how i use my past <laughs> um to help me out so i've got this one childhood memory that always reminds me of what i'm capable of when i feel like chickening out so we couldn't identify what a sheep is in english we, i I didn't know what a sheep was called in English at that time. And while I was sitting there, I started thinking that this thing, thing, the sheep, in my language is called sikepe, which is S-E-K-E-P-E. -E. So <laughs> I thought to myself, okay, then that means in English it could be skep, S-K-E-P. So I quickly lifted my hand with confidence as usual because I thought I had the right answer. 
And the late man boy has said, yes, Amelia, I said, skip. <laughs> she then said, no, but it was the most beautiful no. Like she was those people who would make you feel like really you're the most intelligent child in the world, you know. And so she continued to ask us if she really expected us to know the answer. So I looked at the sheep again and thought to myself, this thing is made of steel. So in my language, steel is tipi. So I come from a place where we speak a mixture of languages. We speak spedi and stwana at the same time. So either you'll say tipi or chipi when you refer to steel. So in a matter of seconds, then I lifted my hands again, my hand again, and man pointed at me. I said, cheap. And to her excitement, Memboya said, yes, Amelia, sheep, class, clap hands for her. So I was shocked that I got it right. <laughs> and when she wrote it on the board, I then realized, okay, what I said and what she thought I said was two different things. I said cheap, C-H-I-P, because I was, I was translating <laughs> cheapy into English but then she said sheep anyway I got the glory the class clipped hands for me this memory gets me up and it makes me do things because now and then I'm confronted with things that I don't know how to do but that I have to do and the only way to learn and to grow is to do the things that you don't know how to do so when I feel like chickening out, when, when self-doubt overwhelms me, this memory always comes back. And I have even trained myself to bring it back that even if you don't get it right, Amelia, you will definitely learn something out of this. So it is worth it to get up and do this with confidence. If you don't have confidence for anything at all, and I say, I mean anything at all, at least have the confidence to try. I want to hear about you. How do you work on your self-confidence? Pin me at leadershipnotebook2020 at gmail.com. And please, please, please subscribe to this podcast. Leave a comment or rate this episode. Until next time, bye and thank you for tuning in.